Treasure Trove. Treasure Trove. He started playing in the mid-1930s. <laughs> it had been that way since 1910. It took place in 1841. Over the ABC. They first arrived in 1838. Podcast. It's just beautiful. What we're looking at here is the mounted skin of Sabi, who was an explosive detection dog who went missing in Afghanistan and then was found again 13 months later and came back to Australia to live happily ever after. Jane Peake is a curator at the Australian War Memorial, where Sabi is permanently on display in an exhibition that tells the story of Australia's involvement in the conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq. Sabi was a Labrador Newfoundland cross who was adopted by the army when she was just under three years old. They're trained to detect about eight different smells of chemicals that go into basically all explosives and ammunition combinations of them. They're trained to accept going into tight spaces like a cave or a shipping container, in aircraft, any kind of unfamiliar thing, and then they're trained for loud sounds. After five months of this rigorous training, Sabi was deployed at the 2006 Commonwealth Games before undertaking her first tour of duty in Afghanistan. In 2008, she went back with her handler, David Simpson, working with the SAS out of the American base Anaconda in Oruzgan province. On the 2nd of September, they went out on a vehicle patrol with another dog which was operated by an American handler and they were ambushed by the Taliban and a nine-hour firefight ensued after that. During that fight, Sabi's harness, which was clipped to David Simpson's body armour, the clip was shot through and David was wounded. And so she was running beside the patrol, which was moving quite slowly, but they had so many wounded they had to try and get out and they actually lost sight of her within 600 metres of Anaconda. The wounded were evacuated, including David. They kept looking for Sabi. They put out some of David's sweaty clothes outside the base, hoping that she would come back because she'd been scared off by a rocket explosion right beside her. But she was eventually declared missing in action after three weeks when they couldn't find her, although people thought they had seen her. Her handler and the soldiers that knew her must have missed her desperately. They did, yes. And of course, although David was wounded, um, he wasn't wounded so badly he was evacuated from Afghanistan, but he wasn't able to go back to work with dogs because he didn't have a dog. So he remained in country for about another two and a half months and then went back to Australia. The Americans kept looking for her, kept an eye out for her, but it was 13 months before... Uh, an American Special Forces soldier thought he had, might have seen her in a, in a village in that province and um, eventually got up close enough to give a few um, military dog commands and she responded and he negotiated with the Afghans to get her back. So it seems that she had belonged to a village chief who uh, treasured her but once they realised that she was a valuable bargaining chip I suppose they did want some money in return. She was in very good condition so they'd looked after her, she'd even put on weight. She came back to Tarankot which is the main Australian base in Afghanistan. She went through various checks uh, with vets and then she was sent to quarantine outside Afghanistan for a number of months before coming back to Australia for further quarantine and she was reunited with David. A decision was made fairly soon after that she would be retired and, and live with David as his pet. The battle in which Sabi went missing was also the one which led to trooper Mark Donaldson being awarded the Victoria Cross for drawing enemy fire away from the wounded. Then Prime Minister Kevin Rudd paid tribute to them both. We haven't awarded any Australian a Victoria Cross for 40 years. Trooper Donaldson stands out there as an Australian hero. And now his dog, Sabi, Back home, in one piece, 
and a genuinely nice pooch as well. Sabi was awarded the Purple Cross, the RSPCA's highest honour for a dog's loyalty and courage. It's on show with her in her glass display case, along with the booty she wore to protect her paws from the rocky ground in Afghanistan and other items donated by her handler, David Simpson. We wanted to show his story because it's about a man and their dog, not just the dog who can't operate, obviously, without a handler. So you can see this is his uh, Australian flag patch and it's peppered with um, actual stone fragments, which is a, a real risk in Afghanistan. They, they're generally they're left to work out through the skin, but they, they cause very painful injuries. This little bullet here, the remains of it, which was found in his pocket when he went to hospital, was, is the remains of what shattered the uh, clip on Sabi's harness, which caused her to be released. Sabi died of a brain tumour in 2015, at the age of 12. David Simpson wanted her preserved. The taxidermist charged with the task used a small patch of his own pet's fur to cover the bit that had been shaved from the back of Sabi's head. Curator Jane Peake says Sabi represents the changing face of war. Nowadays, so much warfare is encounters improvised explosive devices and actually half the Australian casualties have been as a result of that. Dogs are trained to sniff out an explosive device up to 100 metres away. Some of them, of course, unfortunately have been blown up by the device when they've been trying to defuse it. So they actually have saved a lot of lives. Uh, they're a bit different to the working dogs that we've looked at before, which were tracker dogs, essentially, or messenger dogs. But now dogs today are used for explosive detection, both in civilian life and the military. Thanks for listening to this 666 ABC Canberra podcast. To subscribe to this or any of our podcasts, go to abc.net.au slash Canberra.